Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. It's Jess. Welcome back to Marketing Off the Mat. It's so great to be here with you today. And today I'm talking about a subject that's really close and near and dear to my heart is three steps to attracting the right clients. So I often talk to teachers who are always searching for more clients. And I think many of us can relate to that in our business where it's, it's about the high number of people that we reach. It can also be manifesting in ways like vanity metrics with the number of Instagram followers that we have or the number of people on our email lists. But I would like to challenge you today to start thinking about attracting the right clients. You can have massive numbers and still not make a sell. (laughs) It can be it can be really challenging when you do have a big following to remember that it only takes a few people or one person, depending on what your offering is, to fill up your schedule. Um, it doesn't need to necessarily be that you're speaking to thousands of people. It could be speaking to a micro audience, especially if that micro audience is the right audience. So today we're going to talk about attracting and retaining the right type of client. The biggest work that we can do to determine if this is the right client is getting clear ourselves first. So if you listen to the podcast, if you're on my Instagram or newsletter, this is something I talk about a lot. And it is being clear on who it is that we serve. Who do we serve? This is work. This is work that I'm doing in a group program uh, locally in person called the Soul Circle uh, coming up really soon. Um, talking about knowing our ideal clients, understanding who they are, what they need, what their fears are, what need it is that they have that we can serve, a problem that we can solve for them. And so this is this is work that we're always going to be doing. I do it all the time. I am always probably maybe to a point of annoyance bringing it up to my clients. Like, who do we serve? And being very clear and granular at reaching towards the center of that target, knowing that there will be people on the outside of the bullseye that also understand and relate to our message. And it's for them too. But for us to be super clear, we want to make sure that we're talking to a single person who is in our target market. The other thing that we need to remember is when we're reaching out to our right fit clients, it's not necessarily to sell them something because that is a product of business. That is the product of the business that you're putting out there is that you will sell them something and receive energy or money for that service. But it's to remember that our clients, our right fit clients need us more than ever right now. They need the tools that we have to get through these challenging times. And as yoga teachers, as meditation teachers, mindful leaders, we got the tools, y'all. Like we have the stuff that our clients need 
to stay grounded, to stay centered, to breathe through the challenging times when they're being really pressed for stress, for delivering at work, through moving through constant changes in the COVID world. We have the tools and we are showing up as a service. There's a whole podcast I just did a couple of weeks ago about sales as a service. If you missed that one, go back and check it out because it's really good. It's a complete mindset shift to start thinking about offering your clients something as a service and not necessarily to make them a sale. It is a byproduct of the service that you provide. So just remember by showing up, by putting your offer out into the world, you are serving people. And by not doing that, it is a disservice. So just remember that as we're moving through how we attract our right step, right fit clients in, in the next few steps. Okay, so I promised you three steps and here they are. <laughs> so three steps to attracting our right fit clients. First step is to offer a relevant freebie. And I'm going to put relevant in bold and underline it for you <laughs> because putting freebies out is great. That's a, that's a perfect perfect thing. And, and, and we'll, let me back up here a little bit. Freebies are also called legions. Um, and it is a way for you to offer something of value to your clients in exchange for their email address. It is a way for you to stay in contact for them, with them moving forward. And they also get a quick win, um, something that solves an immediate need that is for a, a top of mind for them. So that's what a freebie or a lead gen is, just, just to catch up and make sure we're on the same page. But I want to talk about a relevant freebie. So if you're putting a freebie out into the world to, a, let's say you have a big following or you just kind of have a general following, maybe it's through your personal Facebook or your personal Instagram, people might grab that because I'm sure it's great content. But it might just be because they're the type of person who just wants the freebie, if that makes sense. They don't have a lot of intention of working with you in the future. Of course, it's not personal. <laughs> it's just that that's not exactly the need that they have. They're on that very periphery of the target or maybe not even in it. Um, you know, maybe it's your mom and <laughs> she wants to, to support you and that's great, but your right fit client may not be your mom or the coworkers from your past career that are following you, um, it might not be exactly the right fit. So we're talking about relevant freebies for right fit clients. What is it the need that you are filling? What is the specific problem for a very specific person that you can solve through a freebie? So the freebie is a taste of what it's like to work with you, what it's like to have your support. It's not for everyone. And by them opting into your freebie, that's very specific to them and their needs. It qualifies them as a right fit client potentially. And it's much better than a very broad freebie to a very broad list. So this is going to, this is potentially going to be a small number of people that would want your freebie, but those are your people, if that makes sense. So it's much better as we were talking about to have this micro audience of true blue fans than it is to have this giant audience of, you know, general people. So we're talking about specific relevant freebie for a very specific problem that a specific person has. Are you picking up on, on the specific? 
<laughs> so there, so let's talk about types of freebies that you can offer. This could be a content bundle. Let's say you put together a, a five-day um, email rollout of, of content. Let's say it's um, you know, stress relief around going back to school and the changes that that will have in your family and how uh, moms and dads who are taking kids back to school in, in these days and age need stress relief. So maybe on Monday, it's a brief meditation. On Tuesday, it is some journal prompts. Wednesday, it's a yoga nidra practice, etc. So if that's your client, if it's parents with, with kiddos that are school age, um, that would be something that's very relevant right now and also very specific and would meet a need that they probably have, as an example. Some other types are challenges. So if you see these five-day challenges where you hop into a Facebook group, there's somebody going live, delivering um, an hour or so of content where there's some homework around it, where people are interacting in a short time frame and they're getting a lot of value out of whatever that challenge is. It can also be uh, similar to a master class. Another thing that you could offer that's free is uh, a downloadable something. And it doesn't, it needs to be very specific. So I'm not talking about the random flow class that you recorded on Zoom and it's a great class, but it doesn't meet your target audience or your ideal client, which is the stressed out mom with kiddos going back to school right now. So if you have that, that's awesome. But see if you can use that same sequence and add in some languaging, add in some cues, maybe a nice playlist uh, to a company that talks about, um, you know, stress and how to relieve it through your, the practice that you're offering. And there's lots of ways to tackle that, but we just want to make sure that it's not too broad, that it's not just your, a regular old drop-in yoga class that you recorded. It needs to be very specific to the person that you're wanting to reach because we want those right fit clients. And it can also be a freebie with a similar theme to a future offering that you have on plan. So let's say that in a couple of months, you're going to be offering a gratitude week-long course uh, around the month of November. And uh, it's a yin practice and some journaling and really focused on sinking back into gratitude and being thankful for all of the things that we have to support us, like these practices, our families, food on our table, et cetera. So let's say that that's, that's on your, your calendar for the next few months. Think about a freebie that has a similar theme. Let's say it's a gratitude journal or downloadable PDF that would really say, hey, Jessica, you're interested in gratitude practices. This freebie is for you. So this would qualify me as a part of your audience, as, a, as an example. There's, there are, of course, lots of things and lots of specific things that I know that you have on your calendar that you can think of and make to make this freebie and a similar theme for your future offerings. Okay, so that was step number one, is to offer a relevant freebie. Step number two to attracting the right clients is finding an opportunity to collaborate. So find an opportunity to collaborate with those who are in your niche. And it doesn't necessarily need to be another yoga teacher, though it very much can be. Uh, 
uh, I would like to challenge you to maybe think outside the box. Um, maybe you are a power vinyasa teacher and you are looking to provide some challenging practices to um, build up to headstand or something like that. Maybe you could partner with a trainer who could provide some uh, strength building classes, uh, you know, weights, uh, things that would actually help prepare the body and strengthen the body for some headstand work. As an example, um, you could also uh, partner with some of the prop uh, providers that are out there. Um, there's lovely and a long list of, as I'm sure you know, as a teacher, uh, partners that are out there that provide blocks, straps, mats, things like that. Maybe they'd be willing to throw in a free mat as a part of your offering that you could put up as a raffle and sweeten the deal for people to attend. Um, think about those. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, your best friend who's also a yoga teacher. If it is, talk about some similarities and crossover and see where you can align. Um, as, I, as an example, I co-teach with a few teachers um, in, in my arena uh, and it's worked great. I have a, have a partnership with my friend, Seppi. I need to get her on the podcast, by the way. We have a lot of um, similarities in practices that we do around the cycles of the moon. And when we met, we kind of looked eye to eye and said, okay, like it seems like a perfect opportunity for us to partner. So for the past several years, we've been hosting uh, solstice and equinox events around the full moon. And yeah, she brings her amazing moon flows. I bring all of my sounds that I have from my business Sound for Stress. And I deliver a beautiful sound bath with some mantra and the harmonium. And we bring treats. It's so much fun. It's one of the favorite things that we do together. And, and, and apart, we, we both look forward to it. And that, as an example, is a great collaboration that you could do with another teacher. So if there is somebody out there that... It could be in your industry or it could be aside from the industry, but there's some crossover. See where there's an opportunity for you to collaborate. And that exposes you to their audience and vice versa. So that's a great opportunity in, in, a, in attracting a right fit clients. Number three is when you're sharing content on your Instagram, on your email list, however you're putting content out there, it needs to be niche specific. There's that specific word again, and very high value. So we want to think about high value specific content for our audience. So I'm sure if you've, if you've listened to any business podcast, read any business books, you've probably heard the adage that when we speak to everyone, we speak to no one. And that's because it's true. <laughs> and there, there's a, there's a teacher of mine who says, um, you know, if you're in a crowd, let's say you're at Disneyland and you call out, Hey, you, and there's so many people around. They're like, assuming that you're talking to the person next to them or the next to them and not them. But if you say, Hey, Jessica, you know, I will turn around immediately and say, even though there are lots of Jessica's out there, my name's probably not the best example, but you get the point. You're talking specifically to me. And that's what you want to do when you're creating your content. So I have a question for you. 
what kind of content are you creating and how often do you create it? So I'm talking about content. It can be podcasts. It can be your Instagram posts. It can be going live. It can be, um, you know, sending out your newsletter. It can be downloadable PDFs, courses, you know, all that stuff. So we're talking about content that you generate um, that is very specific to your offerings. And if you're like, well, I don't really do that that much. That's okay. It's okay. No worries. Now's the time to start thinking about what kind of content do I want to put out there? What do I want to create? And whom, when we go back to who do we serve, who could I serve with this content? What do they need? What is something that I could provide that solves a problem for them? And we use this content as a way to serve, as a way to nurture our audience. And we must be really intentional with the way that we do this. So we go back to the first, the whole reason we're here is attracting the right fit clients. So that's what I have for you today in, in the three steps to attract right fit clients. These are things that I work on all the time. I will just say this is a forever process and I'm always refining and putting out new freebies trying new classes, putting out new courses. It's, it's something that I work with too. So I just want to say that you're not alone in this and it is a lot of work. So recognize that, make space for it when you can and go back to those very important questions and who we serve, what kind of problem it is that we're solving for these people and how can you solve that problem? So that's what I have for you today. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it gives you a moment of reflection and pause to look back at how you're attracting your clients. Is it broad? Is it very specific? Uh, and it's, it's so important to take this time to reflect. I also wanted to let you know, as we're wrapping up here, I am launching a new course and it is a very cool subject. I love talking about Instagram. You've probably picked up on that. Um, I'm offering my Grow Your Gram course um, and it is on for pre-sale right now. Uh, and that will only be up for a few more days. It's $10. It's so value-packed, especially for $10. And you will get not only lifetime access to the recording, but a downloadable, fillable PDF. And I'm really excited about that. So if you're curious and want to get in on that price, it is up on my website. It's jessicacross.co. And you can also DM me at, at jessicacross.co uh, for the link. And I'd be happy to send it to you. So we're talking about making content. You got to have a place to share it. And Instagram is one of my favorites. So if you'd like to learn how to grow your Instagram, how to start from scratch, or perhaps maybe revisit and reassess, like I said, it's always a process. I'm here for you. And I've got a very, very affordable option to do some of this work. So check it out. It's at jessicacross.co. I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you again next week. And I hope that this helps. And I look forward to seeing all the magic that you bring in attracting your right clients. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram at atjuskacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. 
And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.